Hey, David. Yo. So uh, you remember that time I was like, Christmas comes far too early in the malls and in Walmart. You remember that? Uh, in the malls and and Walmart, yes. Yeah, so it happened. November, oh. f- well, actually, yeah, November 1st, walk into the mall, there's Christmas trees and stuff every- everywhere. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but do you know what really blows my mind? When I was in... Um, so like, obviously we work in a mall and there was these kids doing trick or treating and we felt so bad. So we went to try and go get candy at Walmart. Walmart had all their Halloween stuff packed up before we got there, like three o'clock on Halloween. Really? So we ended up buying a bunch of like individualized little like candy bars to give out to kids. Isn't that messed up? Wait, so <laughs> you were the store giving out full size candy bars? No, no. Walmart has them like the, you get uh five packages for 10 bucks oh yeah, yeah, yeah so you actually ended up getting more candy or so we thought but uh do you know what isn't a ripoff and doesn't leave early <laughs> what's that this episode of the scene on screen podcast Well, David, it's another week where we don't have to worry about spooky, scary skeletons and anything else. Well, I mean, like, we, don't, we don't have to worry about that for a majority of the year. It's true. We don't uh, have to worry about spooky, scary Christmas trees that are already just obnoxiously everywhere. And it's like it's really ridiculous to see how much is already like Santa's everywhere. It's it was October. Are you telling me retail's that far behind? I wonder Come if on. it's like if, if if it's more of a Canadian thing because um I was recently on an adventure into the uh United States and because Americans haven't had their Thanksgiving yet a lot of the stores like okay so some of the stores had Christmas stuff out there like TJ Maxx and like the Winter's Home Sense all those things like they did have some Christmas stuff out there but it wasn't to the extent of what I've seen here um, a lot of the times or a lot of the stores had their Halloween stuff on clearance, but we were also there right at the end of October, right? Like right before Halloween, but yeah. they had a lot of stuff for general fall and like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Cause I, I really, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just a, a small uh, sample size, but we were in uh we're in Minneapolis and we went to the mall of America as uh, some Ooh. people might've noticed on uh, our Instagram. This mall's massive. Uh, but one thing I noticed there was no Christmas decorations in any of the halls or anywhere in the mall. So that's because it wasn't November 1st, November 1st. Boom. Walmart probably already had it. You probably just didn't notice or target for that. matter. Actually, no target didn't like target had some of their Christmas, like some Christmas displays, but it was more so they they had a big display on like, uh, like matching pajama sets for families and stuff like that. Um, and a few things, but for the most part, they didn't have a whole lot of Christmas stuff. Like there's a small area for Christmas trees, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's because I was there the literally the weekend before November. But I have a feeling that a lot of 
that stuff doesn't really go out in there until after Black Friday. Yeah, I mean, like, it is a little bit closer different. To, closer to around Black Friday. So maybe, you know, so any of our uh, American listeners, let us know if I'm right or what, because maybe I was just there a, a week, a weekend too early. But uh, maybe it is a Canadian thing, because really, after Canadian Thanksgiving, which is in October, there's there's really nothing, right? Like nothing stopping stores from putting Christmas stuff out there. Halloween, and yes, is end of October, but that's that's really about it. I fully expect when I go down in two weeks it, for it to be full blown Christmas. So. We were originally going to go down a few weeks ago, and then we had some plans kind of come up and change everything. So we're going the week of Black Friday. So we're going like the Monday. We're just going down for a night, um, do some shopping, um, you know, hit up six targets and whatever else we can find in a in a twenty four hour span. Mm-hmm. But where we find it interesting is we're curious as to what what level of Christmas we are going to get while we are down there. And also like how much different a target is to a Walmart at Christmas. Like Walmart here looks like it just threw up everything. I'll, yeah. Every aisle end is Christmas. Yeah. It's a lot. Actually, <laughs> funny story. So, you know, we, we uh, always go to target, right? Because target is the go-to place when you go traveling to the United States. Um, but it's I a really destination. Yeah, I really wanted to go to a Walmart just to see what they're like. And it's funny, you know, you know, the people of Walmart stuff that's on online, like either pictures of on the Internet or uh, like there's like some old books of people of Walmart. Literally, you walk into a Walmart and you know you're in a Walmart like it's not even trying. So. In comparison to Target, you know, they have nice tiled floors. All of their carts are work perfectly fine. They're silent. Um, Everything is, for the most part, organized and clean. Um, And then you go to Walmart and their floors are like dirty, gross slabs of concrete, cracked. There's like weirdos everywhere. There's like some kids in Walmart wishing me a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yep, we're in Walmart. Yeah, Walmart is Walmart. All of the shelves are in like disarray. It's just, yeah, it, it it is actually quite funny seeing the the difference and then the contrast in the people as well, right? It's like Walmart was so busy, like everyone was going there, and Target was generally a little quieter. You know, people weren't just like pushing through everyone. It literally was like a, a complete and different culture between the two, but. Um, the only reason why we went to Walmart actually is because, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this. Pepsi has come out with a new beverage. I haven't seen it in Canada. It was advertised all over the place in the United States called Pepsi nitro. Oh, the, the night it's, um, microcarbonated bubbles, right? It's the nitrogen infused or nitrogen carbonated, uh, Pepsi. Yeah. So I'd seen this all over the place. I'm like, oh, that seems kind of interesting. I want to give it a try. I saw one in like a vending machine in the Mall of America. It was $4.75 for one. I'm like, yeah, not going to happen. Screw that. That's about $6.50 Canadian. <laughs> um, 
So I'm like, you know what? Walmart's going to have this. So that's why we went to Walmart and found a four pack for like five bucks. So I got that and uh, the regular and the vanilla one. I haven't tried the vanilla one. I tried the regular one. It's interesting. I feel like it'd be very gassy. Well, it's it's smoother. It's much like a, like a Guinness or um, like an, an, any other type of stout beer, right? Um, but it almost tastes kind of flat because it doesn't have that uh, that typical like you know like how carbonated beverages have that like really almost aggressive fuzzy taste. You know, <laughs> when you're drinking it, this one, yeah. because it's smaller bubbles and it's it's a lot smoother, it almost feels like it's a, it almost tastes flat. So it's kind of like it's kind of weird. I don't know how well it's going to do. Like, obviously, like they're marketing it pretty hard right now. It's an interesting, interesting concept, but I don't see it being. Uh, it looks like a living. stout, man. It, looks it does. So well, because you're supposed to pour it like that, too. So when you pour it like that, you do get that like uh, that weird, like mixing bubbling of in in the in the cup or in the glass so it looks cool and it has like a fairly thick uh head of foam but it's <laughs> it's weird it looks like a stout beer but it's uh pepsi so my uh my biggest concern with it is like a gas but b like i don't know pepsi already like fucks up my my stomach but they're also tall cans aren't they yeah, they are. They're uh, what are they? Sixteen ounce, three hundred and forty-seven milliliters. Do, do they have a little float ball inside it? No, I think they have a. They have like a nitrogen disc in the bottom. But when you open it up, it sounds exactly like if you're opening up a can of Guinness or a, like any other stout with a, a nitrogen release. Like, yeah, I'm it's not, weird. I'm not a huge fan uh, fan of Guinness. Like St. Patty's Day, every once in a while, sure. But don't they have like a little ball in the can? Yeah, and that's what uses like that's what gets rid of or that's what releases the nitrogen or something like that. So there's different ways they can either have that little ball or it's like a disc that's like attached to the bottom of the of the uh, can and it forces the gas through it at the top. So I just while you were talking, watched a quick pour and like this guy's aggressively pouring it into the glass and it's not even foaming. Like there's like an inch of head, but that's it. Yeah, like I saw one where like when I poured it, I poured it pretty aggressively like it says to. And there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. But then I saw another guy pour it slightly differently. Um, and it, it had a better foamy head <laughs> uh, and bubbling and all that stuff. So I don't know. I think it's a it's interesting uh, for, hey, five bucks for four of them. Why not? Whatever. It's uh, it's interesting. It's not something we can get here. Did, did you find anything good on your adventure or bad or do any uh, bad things? Well, you know, it was kind of disappointing in the uh, shopping sense because Not everyone could be hits, though. No, but, you know, we were just hitting misses store after store. Um, Target, I think I got. I got uh, a game called The Crew, and it's like a small the- little. The racing game? No, 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 no. It's uh, like a board game. It's like a space game. Um, it's like a small, like, uh, I don't know, box the size of like some of like the exit games. That one was on clearance for like seven bucks. So after exchange and everything like that, it was still cheaper than anything here. 
But for the most part, like their sales, they didn't really have any board games on sales. They didn't really have any decent like sales on on uh, uh, video games. Um, not a whole lot of stuff. So that was kind of a bust. Uh, we went to a few board game stores and there's actually some pretty, pretty nice stores in Minneapolis and, and the surrounding area. Uh, but again, like they didn't really have anything worthwhile. Um, a lot of the prices are just the regular price. And with the exchange rate, how the, how it was for us, it didn't make sense to buy something at the exchange rate or like in American, because I could still get it for less if I were to buy it full price in Canada. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of a bust. And the funny thing is, is that she who shall not be named was actually more upset that we didn't find any good deals on board games than I was because she was always telling me no more board games. And yet she, <laughs> she was the one that was like the most upset about not getting anything. Yeah, um, my, uh, I, I like laugh at it a lot. But the two things that happened while we were in Wisconsin was the same thing. Like we were looking for the deals, couldn't find any deals on stuff we wanted. But video game stores and board game stores were like very like few and far between, mm-hmm. which made it very tough. But I found myself reaching for my calculator more often than not being like, I could get this cheaper at home. Yeah. Which right? is wild. Like yeah. uh, there was a deluxe. Bo- Do you remember me sending it to you? It was a it was like a deluxe sheriff of Nottingham. So you got the first run, the second run and something else like a little expansion for it. And it was mm-hmm. the same price. It was slightly more expensive for one copy here, but it was like, it was weird. It was like, if I wanted it individually, it would have cost the exact same amount of money on the sticker. And then I would have had to pay exchange and taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, we ran into that a lot where we were kind of looking at something. It's like, okay, this is not a bad price. And then when you do the calculation, it's like, oh, wait a second. It's it's actually cost us more to buy it here. Honestly, so, yeah. kind of a bus on that. But essentially, so for people who didn't know, the main reason for going down there was uh, because I had gotten tickets to a uh, a Broadway musical for She Who Shall Not Be Named. So is it Broadway if it's not New York? It's still one of a, it's a, a it's a Broadway musical. Right. So it's a musical that originated on Broadway. So huh? it's a Broadway musical, not yeah, on Broadway. <laughs> a Broadway musical asterisk, right? Um, uh, the next day, we are uh, driving back home. And so we stop in our favorite little town called Duluth, which is uh, about two and a half hours from Minneapolis and then about five hours from, from home. So we stop there because they, they have Target, they have Best Buy, they have Walmart, they have Costco. They have TJ Maxx. They they literally have every store you could think of in this small little town. They have what you need. You'll be happy to know I successfully smuggled more liquor into the <laughs> to the country, which is funny. So now we have uh, like almost two liters of tequila, which, which you don't need, but you have. Which you don't need, but we have it, and uh, almost two liters of rum, which at the time, you know, I, you know, she, she, I was being told like we have lots of rum already, but I'm like but we don't have Costco rum. <laughs> and this was $20 Canadian. 
or sorry, twenty five dollars. They end up being about fifty bucks for the two to the for the two bottles. So overall, your, your Costco membership works in the states, eh? Yes. So that's the cool thing about Costco. Costco memberships are uh, interchangeable between Canada and the United States. So even more so. So in the United States, or okay, I'll start with Canada. Canada, they only accept Mastercard and debit as payment methods and cash, right? So, but if you're going to use a credit card, it doesn't have to be a Costco card, but it has to be a MasterCard in Canada. In the United States, they only accept Visa. But interesting. if you have the Costco credit card, so we have the Costco credit card. Um, it doubles as our membership, but in Canada, it's a Costco MasterCard, but in the United States, it's a Costco Visa. And that's the only way that you can use the opposite card as a payment method at Costco. So actually when we walked in there, I was actually, I was pretty impressed because the, the guy at the front who, or the entrance who was like checking memberships, he saw that we had the Costco credit card, but he noticed that it was the MasterCard. So he's like, Oh, so you're, uh, you're from Canada. So like your membership here works here, like no problem. And even though like we only accept visa, you know, yours will work because it's a, it's a, a branded credit card. And I was like, Great. Like I, I knew it already, but it was interesting that he, he uh, kind of pointed that out. But yeah, no issues whatsoever using that. Um, and no duty on the booze? <laughs> not if you don't claim it. <laughs> so is Costco better in the States then? Like obviously food is going to be different, but they've gotten rid of or they've gone away from that video game kind of Table yeah, yeah, they didn't. The they didn't really. The ha- oh, did you? What game? Uh, they had Wii Sports or Nintendo Switch Resort Sports or whatever oh, yeah. it was called for like thirty two bucks. Leg bands for sixty nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like the regular price. I think they had it down to like thirty bucks in some stores. But anyways, yeah, they got rid of the, like the video game table, so it was mostly just um books and and whatnot. Um. They had some video game stuff, but it was more displayed elsewhere. They do have a lot more Lego. I did notice they had a lot more Lego and Lego at Costco is usually um, by default, like 10 to $15 cheaper. The Christmas Lego was in full force at like Canadian Costco too. Mm -hmm. So there was a ton of Lego when I was in there the other day. Yeah. So they, they had some pretty, uh, some pretty good Lego sets. Um, it's really it it really depends because like Costco Canada get does get some really good stuff. Um, I think the main thing with Costco America is that because there's different rules and regulations on certain things like like medications and and certain like food items and stuff like that, they can sell different stuff down there. So I actually picked up um, this was actually probably one of the best uh, finds that we had a deluxe version of Scrabble. Like the big special edition board, it's all black, um, and it rotates. So it's like one of these things that, like, you. you it's, it's on a lazy Susan. D- designed to be like a centerpiece. Uh, it was fifty bucks, U.S. So about sixty-seven, seventy bucks Canadian. I've seen the same board everywhere else at no less than like one hundred and thirty-five Canadian. So, uh, pick that up. That was a huge win for me. Um, but yeah, we we claimed most. Most of our purchases, like collectively, I think we were at uh, maybe about five hundred dollars US. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't claim the booze. Nice. We're doing the uh, we're doing the dangerous twenty four hours, so we got two hundred per person. 
yeah. And then just, you know, just got to be calm going across the border. Got to chill. But like, we're just going to go. We're going to end up like going to Target and just buying like eight packs of M&Ms and calling it a day. Stocking stuffers for all and for all a good night. You know what? I was looking for I was looking for those M&Ms ones that you really like. The uh, the, the the cookie ones, the cookie ones. And they still only have the small bags. They were so delicious, man. So good. Yeah. Um, video games came out. TV shows came out over the last few weeks. We should talk about some. Biggest game to drop over the last few weeks was Modern Warfare. You did you end up picking it up? Uh, no, and I probably won't until it goes on a significant discount. So, like in two weeks? Yeah. Does it well, have a campaign? Does it have a campaign mode, or is it like only online? It has a campaign. The online works really well. Biggest flaws I found so far is if you use a token for double XP, mm-hmm. you have to keep track on your own of how much time it's used. Really? Because, yeah, it doesn't show you on the screen anymore. And that That's... might be like something that they're going to add once um, Warzone drops. Okay. It's a little odd. Um, the play modes are fun, though. Like the maps are fresh and refreshing they're clean not a lot of camping ability so they put a lot of like holes in maps so like mm, catching okay. your breath is real difficult mm-hmm. but overall it's like it's a fun call of duty game again interesting because you you got the last one which was at vanguard yeah but i didn't i got that one really cheap how did i get that one that was a good game i liked it was it because you told me it wasn't worth it no, I said it wasn't worth full price. Well, no, I, I think it was on for like 40 bucks and you said it wasn't worth it still. Yeah, I think that's what I paid, though. Like, mm. I just I ended up only using the mode. I bought it to, like, try and farm guns quicker for Warzone. Oh, OK, so you had an ulterior motive for that. Yeah. Interesting. Pay to win, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the, whole, the... Buy this whole game so that you can get more co- <laughs> guns in a uh, free to play game. I will say, though, the weapon stuff is incredibly refreshing. The the way that guns get leveled up is very different than it was previously. Was so it? everybody starts off with the same few guns. And then depending on how you want to progress, depends on what games you guns you want to work on. So I'm trying to unlock like an M5 right now. So I have to go. I had to wait until I like got to level 14 in my M4. And then I had to go start a different gun. And then once I get to level 13 of that gun, I have to go start another gun, get leveled up there to get the M5. So it's a lot of work to kind of get things up and down. And the only way you're going to be able to have certain guns is if you pay for them. But like Warzone with, is getting... With, hold on, like with real money? Well, like if you're going to do pay to win like you do in Warzone. Now, oh, yeah. like or to buy blueprints. Now, the other mm-hmm. crazy part about it is Warzone's getting rid of the idea of um, cre- um, loadouts. Really? Yeah. What are they replacing it with? um, It's it's going to be like I think you're going to be able to get your own gun. I haven't like fully looked into it totally, but looting is going to be more like PUBG. You remember when you walk around, you find a gun, and then Mm -hmm. you get like as you killed, you got more attachments and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to kind of work. Okay. So I'm interested, but I'm playing video games again, which is very important. Apparently, Modern Warfare Two has the biggest debut sales in franchise history. How does Sony feel about that? I don't know, but, uh, you know, Sony, 
but Microsoft doesn't own them yet, do they? No, it's still in like um, yeah. litigation. All right. So Activision shared the news with an official press release comparing the financial success of Modern Warfare 2's debut weekend to the opening box office of both Top Gun Maverick and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which even when combined still made less than the game. We anticipated high numbers for the launch, especially after the announcement by PlayStation that Modern Warfare 2 had the biggest PlayStation launch ever for the series. Hold up. <laughs> so wasn't Sony bitching and complaining that if if Microsoft purchased Activision, it's going to hurt the sales of Call of Duty yeah. on PlayStation? Well, but PlayStation also got an exclusive map. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'll probably pick it up. Maybe like it'll it'll most likely go on sale on on Christmas time around there. Um, I know that I do have actually I have a really nice Christmas break from work. Um, apparently, people don't want to get their their t- teeth worked on between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, and with the way that uh, the holiday falls, we end up having um, like days of the week off in lieu of because. In Canada, if you if a holiday falls on a weekend, um, we're supposed to get a weekday off in lieu of that. So um, I'm going to be off from the 23rd of December to January 2nd. So maybe if I uh, if I'm a good boy and Santa, you know, thinks that I deserve some presents this year, I might get Modern for two and play through the campaign. Uh, I heard Santa doesn't go to Kenora. He lives here year round. He he's like I gotta get out of this this <laughs> shit town. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's not a shit town. Like yeah, it's we got our, town. We got our we got our crackheads like or meth meth heads like most most people. But uh, yeah, no, he lives up here quite a bit. My name is Doug, and I'm addicted to meth. <laughs> okay, Doug. Uh, um, what else dropped? Uh, you watched Tales of the Jedi, no? I did uh, Tales. Of the Jedi dropped, uh, I want to say two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, it's a six episode kind of like sh- series of shorts. So I think some of the longest episodes might be like 19 minutes. Like that's with credits. Um, but it's quite interesting because it uh, each one kind of shows a perspective from or a different perspective than what we are accustomed to whether it be um, like young Ahsoka or her and her early training with Anakin or perspective of, and these aren't spoilers because if you watch the trailer, you see all these characters um, or the perspective of uh, Count Dooku before he uh, becomes evil. Pretty and like, it's actually uh, really impressive. Um, Now, really much like, much like other Star Wars properties that are very guilty of this, aside from Andor, perhaps, um, do I have to finish Clone Wars to watch it? Um, how much of Clone Wars have you seen? I'm up to like season four. I would say that you know enough characters from Clone Wars that it's not going to affect your enjoyment of... Um, Tales of the Jedi, any less. In fact, in fact, there's one episode in Tales of the Jedi that I think 
would enhance one of the episodes in season seven of Clone Wars. Enhanced. Enhanced. Uh, without without getting into uh, spoiler territory, one of the episodes ends literally mid scene or like it kind of does like a not like a flashback but like a jump forward in time it's almost as if the whole episode is a flashback and then it goes bloop to modern or like current time and it explains so much more for the episode in clone wars that okay uh, i thought that would be really cool so i think if anything it kind of gives you a well, it's kind of a spoiler a little bit for the episode in Clone Wars to the point where if you don't know what's happening, then that episode spoils that episode in Clone Wars. Um, but if you've already seen the episode in Clone Wars, then all it does is enhance it and, and kind of gives a little bit more backstory to it. But so you're saying I should watch Clone Wars first. Only for maybe the one episode. I think you could skip skip one episode of Tales of the Jedi. There's stuff that actually takes place with uh, young younger um, Count Dooku. It's flashbacky, right? That's the whole idea. It's k- kind of. It's not really necessarily flashbacky, but it's more of like stories of the past. Um. So there are some stories about uh, like young Qui Gon Jinn, and actually uh, some stuff that takes place during. Star Wars Episode One, um, which is quite interesting because it shows Count Dooku's fall from from the Jedi Order. Uh, huge props to the uh, to Lucasfilm because they did get Liam Neeson to voice Qui Gon. Uh, Qui Gon. I was like, man, cool. this voice actor is really good. Like, it's spot on, and I'm like it. It almost sounds like it sounds exactly like him. And yeah, it's actually quite uh, it's actually Liam Neeson voicing Qui-Gon Jinn in uh, the one episode. But honestly, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, enough right now for characters, even if you didn't watch Clone Wars, like you've you've seen the Mandalorian. You know who um, Ahsoka is, right? So Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, of course I know who Ahsoka is. Right. She's like a main (laughs) character on Clone Wars. Yeah, but like even if you didn't see Clone Wars and all you'd seen was Mandalorian, right? You would still know who that character was. That it wouldn't affect your your viewing of Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's great. I hope that they make more because I would love to see more um, kind of side story things. But I think the next thing we're getting is Bad Batch, though. So I'm super excited for that. All right, I'll, I'll I'll try and grind a little bit more after all the Christmas movies I'm going to watch over the next little bit because it's it's that time, right? So. Yeah, but hold on. You were just bitching about stores putting Christmas stuff up and now you're going to grind Christmas movies? Well, I mean, November 1st happened and we watched Just Friends like we always do. Why on November 1st? Is that like, does that movie take place on November 1st? No, it actually takes place on like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but... We've all like since we started living together, we have watched that movie for the last seven, six years. On November 1st? Yeah, it's our thing. Huh. Well, I mean, if you're going to willingly watch Christmas movies throughout November, (laughs) I don't think it you have uh, 
permission anymore to bitch about Christmas stuff being put up in stores. So there is a caveat to our rule. It is that and then nothing until at least the 11th. Okay. So. We watch that because it's like a tradition. We watched gotcha. it on a date once and we're like, gotcha. this is great. But now, like now there is no Christmas music, Christmas anything until gotcha. at least Remembrance Day. Okay, that's fair. Twelve oh one, Santa and Mariah Carey <laughs> thaw out at the same time. Buble comes over. We mix some drinks. Um, I'm gonna go steal some of hold on, David's hold on. rum <laughs> for his eggy nog. Oh, it's eggy milk. Hold on. Did you say Santa and Mariah Carey thaw out? Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen that meme tracker on the internet? Every day, Mariah Carey like breaks through the ice a little bit more, and on mm. November first, she busted through. <laughs> no. Really great, really That's great so internet, great That's internet. So funny. Um, before we put Halloween to rest, the other she who shall not be named never saw Hocus Pocus, and we watched Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus Two on Halloween. That was our Halloween date night. So we uh we got the cinnamon toast crunch popcorn ready, and oh, uh, how is that? It's literally just caramel corn that tastes like oh. cinnamon. Okay. Um, and it's seven dollars a bag, so it's not worth it. Oh, ugh. It's fun, but like, it's like the party in your mouth for a few minutes, and then you're like, "Fuck, I have to eat this whole bag before it goes bad." Any hoozles. Um, when it when it came down to it, in the in the grand scheme of things, she never seen that movie, and I gotta say, talk about movies that don't hold their own, and I know it's like a beloved movie. I watched that for the first time in probably 20 years. And I was like, this is horrible. It's like, it's an okay Halloween movie, but it's like horrible acting. Like I, I literally looked at uh, her the other day and I was just like, okay, so do you think they looked at like Sarah Jessica Parker and they were like, <laughs> Hey, we need you to act drunk, but not too drunk, but like roofied drunk for like <laughs> two hours straight. It's just, it's not great. And then they just, kind of did the same thing for the sequel in the first one it was like there was like some really obvious jokes like how did they know what a car was and a a learner's permit Mm -hmm. when earlier in the movie they didn't even know what a road was right like just just like that kind of stuff and then they did plot holes right but like this one has a scene in a walgreens like it just it makes no sense no sense Hmm. so it was okay, but do, will I watch it again next Halloween? Probably not. Not my thing. Yeah, you know, there hasn't really been a Halloween movie that you need to watch every year. Right? Like nothing that really stands out as the de facto, the creme de la crop Halloween movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, but is that a Christmas movie? No, it's a Halloween (laughs) movie. Is that a Halloween movie? Or is it a November movie where it's like kind of like that obscure time between both both holidays? It's it's whatever you want it to be and that much more. Yeah. Um, Speaking of holiday movies or Christmas movies, did you ever watch uh, A Christmas Story? Yes, I haven't seen the trailer. and I knew you were going to ask that and I didn't do enough prep before the show. That's all right, because this just kind of came out uh, the other day. But there is a sequel of the. There is a, a Christmas story too, but that one is like really bad. 
I've never seen it, but it looks horrible. But there is actually a sequel to A Christmas Story coming out with the original actors. Uh, the original children actors. Um, and I think even the mom is the same. Um, so it it doesn't look horrible. Obviously, nothing's going to compare to the original Christmas a Christmas story, but it doesn't look horrible. Um, and I think there's enough callbacks to the original movie, especially from like the original cast. And the nice thing is that these kids like they they grow up, they're adults now, but they still like you know who they are because they still look like they did as kids almost. You know what I mean? Like their features yeah. are just obviously more mature, right? Um, will I watch it? Maybe I'll watch it like one afternoon, you know, like we got nothing else really going on. It's just have some eggy milk and no uh, enough with the eggy milk. <laughs> have some eggy milk and, uh, you know, put on this movie without really thinking much of it. So, but yeah, I, I'm curious too. Cause the other movie that like, I've been thinking about watching and I didn't watch, but I know you watch is werewolf by night. Did I miss the boat on a Halloween movie or can I just watch a superhero movie? It's uh, it's not a superhero movie, but does it have any connection to the MCU is werewolf going to be a midnight sun? This is what I need to know. Um, there has been actually an, no official announcement that they're continuing on with, the character or anyone from there into further MCU content. Got it. I think this was like a little one-off thing. Did you miss the boat for watching it and feeling like this is a Halloween show or movie or whatever? It's about 45 minutes long, but uh, did you miss that boat? Yes, you did. But interesting. You can watch this anytime because it, it doesn't need to be watched at Halloween. And Disney Plus has no shame, so you can watch it whenever you would like. Yeah. Um, you can watch this like if you were to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right? Like Dr. Acula? You can watch that any time of year. And it's either you're watching it because it's Dracula and it's around Halloween, or you're watching it in April because you want to watch Dracula. Right? With Werewolf by Night, I think it's unique enough um, that it is... Uh, Something that you can watch year round. You could watch it. Uh, you could watch it this weekend, and it would fit perfectly well with w- watching it in November. I- I'm gonna be honest with you, David. I've been a little marvelled out, and you know me. I'm a big Marvel fan, mm-hmm. but I didn't watch Shang Chi or Shang Chi until it came to Disney Plus. I uh, I didn't watch um, Thor until this weekend. And I still haven't completed Ms. Marvel. That's like, it's like, I'm tired, man. I don't I'm think tired. you are alone. I don't think you're alone in that. You know, I never finished Ms. Marvel. I probably never will. I, I, <laughs> that, I will watch uh, the last episode before the Marvel's movie. That school bus has already left the corner for me. <laughs> and I'm walking back home because I missed the school bus. Um, yeah, I think, I think the quality of the movies has dropped significantly, but also I 
feel like there hasn't really been a coherent connection that we can make between movies. I think phase four has been kind of garbo. Y- yes. Right. Like, cause you look at what they did with phase one through three and, and how everything connected and it all flowed together up to eventually um, Avengers end game. Right. Well, it the all- last one in phase three was technically no way home. Right. But you know what I mean? Or like far from home, far from so, home. So, yeah, but, but everything, everything leaded to, to that. And it made sense. But now, because I think Disney has been trying to do push more of their their uh, Disney Plus like TV show content, things are getting a little bit more convoluted between movies and TV shows. Like Doctor Strange, that was boring. That was not a enjoyable movie. I I enjoyed moments of it. Like parts of it were good, but overall, like, do I have a desire to watch it again? Like I have a desire to watch Iron Man one through three. No. No, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Marvel and Disney lied. They made us watch WandaVision with the assumption that that and Loki was going to create the multiverse of madness. And what madness was really in the movie, right? Yeah, just things floating around that they couldn't really step on because it's moving really fast. Yeah, so <laughs> right? when I, when it comes to, like, I really liked Shang-Chi. I thought that movie was great. Yeah, it was very well it was done. Different. Yeah. But I wasn't going to pay for it. I mm-hmm. I loved Spider-Man, but I grew up loving Spider-Man. So unless Spider-Man like murdered Mary Jane, I don't think I'd have a fundamental problem with Spider-Man in any movie. And really, like with the Spider-Man, they they brought back a lot of the the classic Spider-Man that we grew up watching anyways. Right. Like they had Tobey Maguire and then they had Andrew Garfield in there. Right. So like there's there's generations of people that watch those movies and love those ones. And, and they they brought them all together and they did it in a really uh, it was a, a really good way that they did it. Yeah. But also they teased this massive multiverse again, making mm-hmm. Dr. Strange even weaker. Mm-hmm. It's tough, man. It's tough. So, so you saw Thor finally, what did you think of it? It's better than Thor two. <laughs> well, that's a good Prob- Probably a little bit better than Thor one. Mm-hmm. But there was a large waste. I felt as if like they really leaned on the Guardians early on to make Thor kind of feel like he needed people. Right. And then they opened up windows numerous times to bring the Guardians in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe the Guardians will help. Like, how did they not see a beacon? How did they not help with anything? Right? The movie was too short to have Christian Bale be a very good villain. Mm-hmm. Thor ended up with a child that wasn't his, and he sacrificed, or like in the love of his life, sacrificed herself to save him. Mjolnir coming back was kind of cool, but then, like, also him using Mjolnir at the end and giving up Stormbreaker to the child makes no sense. Yeah. Like, there's uh, obviously there's. There's stuff that didn't really make much sense, right? Because, again, I think they're trying to shoehorn in some of this certain things and plot points to either tie up loose ends for characters or open stuff up or open doors to implement other things. What 
what are you closing though? Because it said Thor will return. And the end credit scene was um, Jane getting into Valhalla. And what was the other end credit scene? Well, shit. Um, oh, Hercules going after. Like, is Thor 4 or Thor 5 going to be Hercules versus Thor? Oh, yeah, like, that's right. What? 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 Now, it's, I thought Thor was supposed to, like, die in the Guardians movie or, like, come back in Secret Wars. I don't know. Yeah. Um. What was your favorite part of the movie, though? Um, is it weird that I don't have one? Some of his jokes were pretty good. But when he, like, tried to do the, the Peter Quill speech in New Asgard, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Like, the, the good thing is I laughed throughout a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of jokes in there. Like thrown in, I think they're thrown in subtly and at the right time so that you there's not a lot of like lulls of where you're just like waiting for something to to make you laugh. I think they I... they hit a they hit a home run with uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And then they they try to stick with that, but then also add a little bit more story and a little bit more depth to this one, which then kind of again takes away which what made it so which made Ragnarok so good the best part honestly though my favorite part were the the goats the screaming the goats, goats. and co- like Korg's face Korg yeah so you know those were those were the best parts just like when the, the goats come in big ass battles going on and they're just screaming like it's just so so ridiculous but yeah no I think overall like the movie wasn't horrible would I watch it again? Sure. Right. But if I had to choose between Ragnarok and um, Love and Thunder, I'd probably watch Ragnarok. To me, it was. Uh, if we were to use the same rating scale that we use for Star Wars in thirds. It's on the upper part of the lower third. Out of 26 movies now. OK, yeah, yeah. So like it it's definitely better than Thor 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a fairly weak movie in comparison to some other stuff. Yeah. Iron Man 3 kind of a Christmas movie also not the best. Captain America Winter Soldier also not the best. Winter Soldier was just whiny whiny Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Just bitching and complaining that he loves Bucky. But also Doctor Strange 2 wasn't that great. No. There's a lot of like weaker stuff now. Hold on. Does this mean that maybe the Dwayne The Rock Johnson is correct? And that he's bringing the DC universe back into the (laughs) the limelight and it's going to smash Marvel? I meant to send you an article the other day, but like some of those comments have been walked back because people can't conceivably figure out how these characters will have longevity. In the DCEU. Mm -hmm. But James Gunn left Disney to go to the DC universe. What did James Gunn do again? The Guardians movies. And he helped out with the Avengers. Right. The last two. Yeah. Um, Also, I'm going to the theater to see a a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. I got tickets for Wakanda forever. Oh, nice. When does that come out? Next week. 
next week. So that means that I will see it promptly in about six to eight weeks. <laughs> I I really wanted to give Marvel my like attention for this one. Mm-hmm. I, I I do believe this film deserves attention, which is mm-hmm. good. But also like I liked the back the Black Panther a lot. I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like I'm still sad that he's gone. So interested to see what it'll be like. But uh I will let you know. I think uh we're going to uh for an extended stay in Winnipeg beginning of December. Uh we have to take the car down for um our regular scheduled maintenance, but we're planning on like staying overnight. So we'll probably drive down Friday, car maintenance Saturday morning, just so that we can have like some days uh, or extended days to, you know, do some Christmas shopping and stuff like yeah. that. So we'll probably stay thir- Friday night and Saturday night and come back Sunday. Um, but I'm thinking if we, uh, we drive down Friday, I might uh, go see uh, Black yeah. Panther on, on the Friday, like beginning of December. I feel like it'll be a theater, a theater movie for sure. What movie was I talking about the other day? Thor, actually, I think would have been interesting in the theater, and I missed out on that opportunity. You know what? Like the, I, Thor, so- the, the Thor movies, like visually, like I would say, sorry, Ragnarok and Love and Thunder visually were really good that I thought would have been uh, enjoyable in theaters as well. Yeah. Um, shit. You know what time it is? It's that special time of the month. I just realized. <laughs> Hold on, what time of the month is it? I think it's the one where you pick up some strangers, and uh, we we take a look at some of our friends along the way, and we oh. we determine what games we want to buy or play. Hold on, you said picking up strangers. Now let me tell you about the dangers. If you don't like taking chances, then. Better keep moving on, my friend. I like how you <laughs> originally hated that, but now you've embraced it fully. That's because you're you're just having a hard time picking up on the verbal cues to play the song. So I no, actually, I, I was looking at it. I was looking. So I have like my soundboard here, but I have there. It's it's growing episode by episode, and I haven't cleaned it up. So I was trying to find where the button was. Anyways, yeah, uh, November comes. I guess with a new month comes new games and uh, we're going to go through that list and see if it's worth, uh, you know, picking it up, waiting for it to uh, hit to game pass. (laughs) There's like two for sure games that are going to be game of the year contenders, but we'll go through it real quick. So coming out as, uh, as we're recording. So before your, or this episode hits your earworms, Iron Man VR is going to make its way to PC um, via Oculus Studios, which is kind of odd to me that it's not on the Quest. It was a PlayStation Move game, but this says it's going to hit MetaQuest tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. surprise. We record mostly Wednesdays. Oh, Why'd you guys yeah. do that? Yeah. Um, so have you have, have you played this at all? Like ever? No. But it looks hella fun. It does, yeah. So I would definitely pick this up. It's gonna be like a thirty dollar game, though. probably. Like I'll pick it up when I have a thirty percent off coupon that randomly gets. When I uh, when I figure out who I can bamboozle into getting a thirty or a thirty five dollar credit, I'll let you know. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely be genuinely interested in picking this up. Yeah. And that's uh, going to be the game of the year contender. Well, I think game of the year is definitely going to go to football manager 2023. Hey, that game's not bad, but the game that I did tease a few times and I got them confused at one point, Sonic frontiers finally drops. And have you noticed that there hasn't been any sort of like high end playthroughs or reviews? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty desolate on the news front there. Um, let me just see if our favorite reviewer has any uh, updates on on that. On um, Sonic for Frontiers? <laughs> yeah, because he likes to uh, pre-order stuff. and I mean, there could be an embargo that's lifted in a few days this is true this is uh this is very true because you know the thing is is sometimes with games like this oh no this is just he's just going on about bayonetta 3 um oh never mind (laughs) (laughs) found it shared um shared a the trailer i guess or it's like a, the one they dropped the other day. Yeah. And it's it's not even a gameplay trailer or anything like that. It's literally just the animated trailer. Um, this is all in caps locks. OMG, this is going to be the best game in history. I'm so excited. No actual way. No <laughs> shot he wrote in history. Yeah, he literally said no the, shot. <laughs> yeah, I'll send this to you. Uh, yeah. Um, OK, so you guys have heard it here. Um Sonic Frontier is going to be the best game in history. There's no reviews out yet. IGN has a preview of the game. So interesting. I'm very interested in this game, but unfortunately for it, God of War Ragnarok drops the very next day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you, you did you, you order ha- it? No, I didn't. I actually. OK, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You've never finished the first game. I have only played the first like 15 minutes of the first game. Wait, so all you did was like drive the boat? I no, no, no. I got to the uh, the kid's mom dies, right? Yeah. Did you play like the first big fight that sells you on the game? I do not think so. David, there's no <laughs> way you Davided one of the the best games of all time. Oh, no, I you I think- you need to. I'm pretty sure I David in that one hardcore. Like I didn't even like it's more of a dev. I didn't you even did, get to the I didn't even get to the did end part. One D. <laughs> I didn't even get oh, I don't know, I'm, man. Like I'm so I, sad. I started playing it the one day, and then I think I got distracted. I was like, okay, I don't have time to sit down and play this. Uh and then I never I never continued it. And yes, I do feel some morsel of shame. Okay. Maybe one day I'll uh, I'll get to it. Honestly, like I am very excited for my long week and like almost just over a week off for Christmas because I can sit down and like play these games and stuff like that. Because you know, I I have dropped enough hints throughout the year for for things that I would potentially like for for Christmas. You know, that's a, that she who shall not be named might be able to fit under the uh, Christmas tree, but I don't think those hints are, are being picked up. (laughs) So I'll have plenty of time to play old games. Okay. I'm sorry. I just, I just looked at 
the pre-order bonus. So I got the collector's edition because I it looks cool. Right. And I'm I'm actually contemplating just canceling my pre-order pre-order for it and just getting the actual game. But it comes with a steel book display case, no game disc included. So it's going to be a digital copy regardless. Actually, this is why it uh, was the problem with Horizon Forbidden West, I think it was. Yeah. The the big ass deluxe edition um that came with it's okay this is hit same thing um so you you spend this like two hundred dollar collection you get these cool things but all you get is a empty steel box case you still have to buy the game separately no way yes so so actually there was um how oh man the the no it says god of war Collector's Editions includes a voucher code for full God of War Ragnarok on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 consoles and voucher code for a di- so it's a digital copy. Yes, but if they it comes with an empty game case. So for That's the so for collectors, right, who want the actual game, physical game in the steelbox case, you have to buy the game separately. Um, so there was actually, I think EB Games was uh, selling the Forbidden or yeah, Forbidden West collector's editions for like thirty bucks because they did not sell well at all because they didn't. That one I'm pretty sure didn't even come with a digital copy of the game. So I might actually cancel this pre-order solely because it is digital. I wanted it physical, but you do get a Knowledge Keeper Shrine. Um, dwarven dice set, which are some 12 sided die and a 16 inch Mjolnir replica. Pretty cool. My brother-in-law got the Jotnar edition, which is like, you get a seven inch vinyl with the game. You get pins, you get twin carvings, you get, um, a legendary ring of some sort. You get brock's dice set which are white instead of brown you get a cloth map you also get the mule near lots of crazy shit yeah like i'll probably pick it up when uh it goes on a deep discount a super deep discount yeah also iron man vr will be dropping on the the meta quest i just checked yeah no cost though yeah um, uh what else is next? coming out um is harvestella the it's a life simulator of some sort, but I'm trying to remember. Which I remember one it seeing is. this, but I don't remember. It's, uh, it's a game coming from Square Enix, so it's some sort of RPG type thing. Um, Tactics Ogre Reborn. Uh, this is coming out on November 11th for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. Tactics Ogre was originally a uh, a game on. I want to say the n64 um or the super nintendo as well uh for people who like rpg games or tactics tactic games i'm not a big big fan of them but whatever uh you missed the biggest game of the month which one's that one police simulator patrol officers (laughs) i sent you a video in the chat just looks ridiculous (laughs) um what else there's there's just some bunch of random stuff that's like re remakes. Oh no, no 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 no. Game of the year, November seventh. Code Simulator three. <laughs> Code Simulator three. Um, 
On the 18th, you can get Spider-Man Miles Morales on Windows. But more importantly, you can get the latest Pokemon, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Uh, and then also on the 18th, uh, the f- next story in the Dark Pictures anthology, The Devil and Me, releases. Um, have you played any of these games? No. They're kind of like um, almost like not really choose your own adventure games, but more. Hmm. What would uh, you know, like the Telltale games? Yeah. I, I from what I've played, I get that kind of sense where it's more of like a story driven, like you're you're kind of going through and like doing puzzles and, and dialogue and stuff like that. Um, but the graphics um, are phenomenal. The stories are really kind of creepy and scary. Um, they're 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 pretty good games. Um, what else? Nothing. I don't know. I just looked at December and nothing's coming out. Literally nothing. Yeah, December. I think if if you have a game coming out in December, it's the most delayed game of the last two years in Midnight Suns. But that's pretty much it. I think the biggest one that's coming out in December would be uh, well, what is it? Uh, I just saw it. What the hell? Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Uh, that's coming out December thirteenth. That's like a remake of the PSP game of Crisis Core, but it's coming out on. Uh, PS5 um, in the same like graphical fidelity of Final Fantasy 7 remake but yeah um, you want to know something that's really annoying though there's all these games coming out and it's great to be able to go out to the store and pre-order something that you want get it on launch day and play it but you know what's so frustrating the fact is- that it cost us our hard earned money <laughs> And the fact that three to six months later, it's usually going to be released on Xbox Xbox Game Pass or even like one of the PlayStation Plus tiers. And yeah, it's kind I, of annoying, right? It, it's frustrating because like, don't get me wrong. I think uh, these these uh, systems and these services are, are great for people who want or like you don't have the money to be buying these games brand new and they come out and all that stuff but it makes it very difficult to justify buying these games especially yeah. games that i know are like especially games that are coming out on xbox because you know what at this rate there's probably a 50 percent chance that a game that you're that that's coming out and like uh like even um a double a title game like not even a super popular first party triple A game. There's a good chance that it's going to eventually come out on game pass. And the most recent one that is coming out, uh, I think it's this month, right? Is uh, the Lego star Wars Skywalker saga. Yeah. You, uh, you were a little bit upset when I showed you that. I'm a, yeah. I'm a little annoyed because I, I, I bought the game. Seven games months ago. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. I know, but still, you know, you know how much w- money I could have if I didn't buy the game seven months ago, I could have. Now, in all fairness, you'd have a lot of money if you didn't buy games and didn't play them either. <laughs> I know, but it's it's uh, every single time you buy a game and then it comes out on Game Pass, even if you buy something on sale, right? Like this is something that's, that's fairly common is uh, Microsoft or Sony will have 
actually it's kind of a running joke for for sony for like playstation plus games where they would have this big sale someone would buy a game and then you know the next month that game is uh was one of the free games on playstation plus and it's always like a, a going joke be like guys i sacrificed myself i purchased the game so that you can get it for playstation plus for free but i don't know like it makes it difficult to justify buying games because I'm a patient gamer. You know, like I can wait to get to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, right? I waited to play Red Dead Redemption 2. I waited for GTA 5. I'll wait for um, God of War Ragnarok because I haven't even played the first one, <laughs> right? But for someone like me who is a, a patient gamer, sure, like Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, um, they're great because by the time I come around to being able to buy it, buy that game, a lot of times it is on those services, but uh, I wasn't expecting Lego star Wars to go on there at least like within the year, right? Like, like you said, it was seven months. Now in all fairness, it's like the best game that came out to the service this year or like this month, the service is, I think dropping a little bit of like quality because they're bringing on so much quantity. Mm-hmm. But like for Series X optimized, they got broken pieces, Lego Star Wars, Loathsome Village, The Legend of uh, Tainting, Hat Up, um, Shatter Remastered, and The Entropy Center all dropped before we recorded this episode. Mm -hmm. Not bad. I mean, like Brad's flaunt your fashion, David. (laughs) Come on. I mean, like it is great for for uh, smaller game developers to get their games out there, right? Like to a a mass audience that they wouldn't would otherwise not have, right? Like there's a lot of games on there that sure. I'll, I'll try that brats games or whatever. I would never buy it, but it might be funny to, to play it on stream. (laughs) Right. Um, if only, what is it? Dream daddy. Dream daddy. (laughs) (laughs) If only that would come out. Microsoft. My yeah. my last point about that too is games with gold and PlayStation Plus free games, right? Like we know we know it's a joke, but uh, this is how they're now advertising games with gold. New games with gold for November twenty two, with thirty six dollars and ninety eight cents in value and two thousand in gamer score. Oh, they're sell they're selling it with gamer scores now. Uh so you can get. I can I even. Uh, Patreon's HD remaster and dead end job. Rome wasn't built in a day, so lucky for you, this game mm-hmm. is remastered. Okay, cool. Now, PlayStation, they're like, here's Neo 2. Here's Heavenly Bodies. And hey, Lego fans, here's Harry Potter, the entire collection. That game alone, worth it. Lego have you played through the Lego? Have you played through those? The Lego Harry Potter game. I know you don't really like Harry Potter, but you like Lego games. This is why I'm asking. Oh yeah, I've never played the Harry Potter one just because I don't really like the like I, I'm not a fan of it, so I'm not going to force myself to sit through something that I don't quite understand. Probably one of the best Lego experiences. It's fun. It's quirky. It's not like the Lego Movie where you had to like have 18 different characters. Mm-hmm. To complete a mission, it's good. It's fun. It's what you need. You know what I need? 
I need you to download Star Wars Lego Star Wars, and we need to play that online because now that right. uh, now that it's free. Did you just read my mind? Because uh, I think we could twitch it and just make our way through every movie. We could. Friday night Star Wars with Sean and David. I don't know something <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Let's let's well, do it you, up. You guys, let us know if you want to see that or if you want to see us stream any other th- games because. Uh, your boys are ready. We're, we're getting ready to to do some some streaming. We're hoping to get a few done before Christmas. And then in January, we're going to try and do something a little bit more consistent. Question. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it for this one. If you like what you're listening to, like, subscribe, follow, do all those crazy things. If you're here just for trivia clues, we're not going to have any until at least next week. Because that's how we roll. Now, for myself and David. He's so cool. We want to thank you all for listening to the Scene on Screen podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. charge of running a tournament or an event for a large group? Do you own a small business and need some custom gear? Well, Diameter Apparel can provide you with help from start to finish, creating, designing, and supplying you with a unique look that fits all your needs. To check out their latest designs or to find out more, visit diameterapparel.com. Again, that's diameterapparel.com.